ondas, primos y primas, and welcome to My Primos Podcast, the show where two primos talk about world events and over each other as much as possible. Thanks for joining us this week. If this is your first time, I definitely appreciate it. And if you're a return listener, thanks for putting up with us. Bienvenidos a todos. And so if you guys are listening for the first time, we appreciate it. You can check us out online all over social media at My Primos Podcast. You can also hit us up at our Gmail with your comments, concerns, emotional outbursts, myprimospodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, guys. Welcome back to My Primos Podcast. After a short hiatus, aquí estamos para todos. Como dicen, aquí hay algo por quien lloraban. And that was La Ciguanaba <laughs> by Sin Color. Walter, you told me about this group, man. I'm fucking digging it. I love that jam. Oh, they're... Como dijiste? Sin Color by the album Frutas La Ciguanaba. So I forget how I came or I ran into these guys, her and the guy on online, but it was on Instagram, and I remember they were like singing. I for, I forget where they were like on a small stage, and she had a really nice voice, so I just started following her, and she has this kind of like tipo Carla Mo- Morrison feel, you know, mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. Um. So. I started following her, and then I've been listening to her stuff. And then recently, with this uh, with this one album, Frutas, I was on on. ¿Cómo se llama esta madre? Spotify. <laughs> on Spotify, started listening to her, and this one song came up called La Ciguanaba, the one we just played, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, so I actually DM'd her like. The fuck I thought Siguanaba was a, sal- a Salvadoreño thing, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm Salvi. I was like, cool. So it's support, cool. you know. It's a very good, like, a very good band. I didn't know que ella, por lo menos ella, por, por lo que se es. es, es hey, man, es, I, no, en, cuando me la I was like, really impressed. <laughs> la canción, like, la canción me encantó. Dude. Like, I was like, wow, this is a dope-ass song. He, and then I started listening to the record, and... It's fun, man. I like it. I love her voice and definitely, man, support. Yeah, I like it. Very good. Very good record. All right, guys. Well, welcome. We had a short break, as Walter calls it. Adulting happened. And so we had to, a lot going on, man, and just want to catch up. I felt like it's been forever. It was like, whew, like forever since we've done this. Contame vos. What you been up to? So, what have I been up to? Um, all over the place. I've been studying for some certifications. I've been going to some interviews. I'm going to an interview tomorrow, actually. Um, it's, uh, what else? I've been doing a bunch of stuff at home, like electrical work. So I'm alive. I'm not dead. Okay. Um, shout out to Mikey. I'm actually call him. He's the electrician. Oh, um, electrical engineer, so I'm gonna call him and ask him for some pointers so I don't. Do you kill think it's gonna up. end up being like a 
the teledoc you know what teledoc is what no i don't know it's what a, that where is. you pay a doctor to do a conference call with you or a video chat with you so they can just give you like diagnosis oh. over the phone or online it'll be like you know like a teleelectrician oh so for mikey electrical can, work mikey can do that man he can sit at his house just do video chat with people yeah hey, yeah, it could, yeah i'm not Actually, shout out shout out shout out to mikey he just sent me a picture of him eating uh, Yoshinoya, uh, uh, a beef bowl, <laughs> Yoshinoya beef bowl in my honor, actually. He was like, in in honor of Walter. <laughs> Yoshinoya, man. Hey. I loved it. Yeah, you worked there, right? I did, For I did. how long? Fuck forever. Too long. Yeah. Too long. Too long. Too long. Too long. Too long. Too long. Pero, eh... Yeah, but besides that, just, you know, doing that. And how about you? Uh, también. I mean, I've been working a lot. Uh, I'm moving. Uh, I applied for a new gig, which I was like really abrasive about. You know, I don't know if you ever deal with this, but like, I guess it's like you apply for something because you think you want it. And then when you're in the middle of it, you're like, what the fuck? You know, like, did I do the right thing? Should I really apply for this? And then you start thinking in your head, like, puta, como voy a ser? Like, did I take on too much? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, have you ever dealt with something like that where you're like kind of stressed over it? Yeah, it's called imposter syndrome. Do you make um, it up? No, it's up. actually a thing. Because um, I, I went to an interview, what, like two, a week and a half ago, something like that. And they just actually uh, let me know. It was like, oh, no, we're, you know, we're going to go with somebody else. Okay. But the re as soon as I interviewed for them, I was like, damn, this position might be a little bit, in terms of, of uh, my experience, a little bit over my head. Um, imposter syndrome, that's what it's called. And it's actually, um, I guess it's, ha it's not uh, get categorized. They're still doing a lot of research in it. But the imposter syndrome is pretty much, despite the work you've done, despite everything, all, the, all your accomplishment, your experience, and whatever it is that brought you to that place, to be it interview to that position, interview for that position, or be, you know, pursuing a, a master's or PhD or whatever, any anything where, and, and, and any goal that you have, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden you feel like you don't deserve it, um, you don't belong there, be it, be it you know, if you're... No, it's que more like, like miedo, como un miedo, like I'm going to fuck up or they're going to find yes, me out. Exactly. Like, they're going like, to find yeah, me out. Yeah, because that, that kind of falls in line with you feeling that you are you don't deserve to be there, even though the reason you're there is because of your merits and what you've accomplished. There's there's a reason you're there. Like like me, like I went to, to an interview a couple of you know weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. No, two weeks ago. Oh, because you've never and... mentioned it on the show, very subtle. You know, You've never mentioned that you're an engineer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a license. That's what I'm pursuing right now. So, like, I went I went, and, y como quien dice, I interviewed for the position, and the position was already kind of a little bit above my experience, to right. be honest. But I felt a little bit encouraged or, you know, kind of stroked my ego a little bit that even though I, I was not a – I'm not a PE – they were looking for a PE. They they still were willing to interview me based on my experience. As I alone, raise my right? hand, Mr. Mr. Ulises, what does PE mean? 
Oh, professional engineer. Yeah. Ah, so your professional okay. engineer is licensed. Okay. Before that, like right now, I'm just I'm just a, a, a civil engineering graduate, or you know that would be it. Um, as soon as you get your PE license, you're an amateur. You're... you're an amateur engineer. Yeah, I'm an amateur. Yeah. So ahorita no más iba para ir a agarrar café, creo. Al mero mero chief engineer. You can build a doghouse, but... though, right? I can build. I can design a, the shit out of a doghouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but como quien dice, me estaban entrevistando para eso, entonces en ese momento sentí yo eso. Como quien dice, I felt like shit, man. This this position is way too much for me. Blah blah blah. I mean, it turned out to be the case. But like, there's a reason they called me. I didn't I didn't apply for the position. They called me and told me, hey, you want to come interview for this? Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna go try it. I'm gonna go try it out. See how it goes. But como como quien dice, they were they were gonna be willing to potentially inter they interview potentially hire me, even though I didn't have a P based on my experience alone, and they ended up hiring somebody with a P probably for the same amount of money that were gonna hire me. So como quien dice, people don't sell yourself short. Like like shoot for eighty, get seventy five, seventy. You know what I mean? Like. Like obviously we all fall within a, a a particular salary bracket or hourly wage, but shoot for more and you might get it, you might not. But yeah. going back to what you were feeling, mm -hmm. it's that imposter syndrome que le dicen that you all of a sudden feel like you're not worth what you are there. Como que dice, you got yourself there based on your professionalism, your hard work, blah 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 dedication. But you still see yourself as not being worthy as, you know. Yeah, because of, of, and I think it's the fucking interview process. Like, like it's almost like it's designed to break you the fuck down, you know. And like, me puse ahí, contesté las preguntas, scenarios, describe a time when you did this, describe a time when this didn't work out, you know, generic ass questions. But I think as I was going through it, like you said, I may have the, the merit, the experience. But then as they start breaking you down, you're like, fuck, like. Am I even supposed to be here? Like, did they... I felt like I was... ¿Cómo te explico? Eh, like, I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, I'm like, I wasn't supposed to yeah, be exactly. there. That's, like, my job is... I mean, is like, I do my job well. And then for me to try something way different, it's a miedo. Exactly. Maybe... It, Don't they know. don't. They don't. They don't call you to interview you just for just to make fun of you and fire you. You know, maybe and maybe some people do, but but no. If they interview you, is for a reason. So mm -hmm. you know, feel entitled to you know. Obviously, don't be cocky and don't no, lie. No, no, and, but it was just like I don't know that feeling. You know, I was just like wondering but, to see if you ever been with you dealt with that because it was like a fucking. By the way, I got the job, so I got it. You know, yeah. como dice. I got it. Gracias, gracias. I got it. But and now I'm going to the process and I feel good about it. Like, okay, mom, I'm getting everything cool. And they keep reassuring me like, hey, man, you got this. You got this. And I think that what I took away from it was like, okay, cool. Have faith. You know, like, let me say, Dios no te da cosas que no, no, no vas a poder hacer, you know? You're, he's not giving you things yeah, that but, you can't Yeah, but, okay, let, let me pull back a little bit, yeah. you know? Not to knock you, not to, not, not, not to knock you on thanking God. But thank you. I mean, you know, como se dice, like, believe in yourself, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I do. Don't, don't, I do. Don't, I mean, yes, I mean, you, you, let's, you know, if you're religious, go ahead and attribute stuff to God, you know, for the opportunity, even, you know, to be there. But at the end of the day, you know, you are worthy of it, you know. No, I am. I am worthy of it. I worked hard of it. And it's the yeah. thing, like, when I talk about God, it's like, 
it's God given the, the 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 hustle, the drive that I put into it, you know, because there's a motivator in trusting in God and trusting in what He's giving you, your abilities, your knowledge, is what got me there, and that's how I'm saying. But I feel Pero like I mean, come on, I mean, I don't I don't abide uh, by your your particular beliefs, but even He says or she says, God, right? You uh, have to get right? In the Holy yeah. Bible, Holy Bible, <laughs> but. Like and it's worth pointing out just you know to kind of bring it over like in the whole context of you know societal context that at this point um, that imposter syndrome has been particularly seen or observed in in, in women and women mm. that are in high and and, and women that are in, in in positions of power or women that are you know within industries that are particular particularly Male-oriented. Male mm, okay. So then, you know, this is not a male thing, you know, even though we go through it as well, as not only as men, but millennials and Latinos and people of color, and there's always this sort of, uh, this apprehension, and we doubt our skills and ourselves and blah, blah, blah. blah you know, right? I think that to, so kind of, to kind of, kind of like, mm -hmm. to kind of close it out, what I was getting at is like, I felt that way, and I'm kind of glad I'm not alone in it. And then you talking about it, I oh, kind of no, came uh, to this epiphany, right? It's like, you know what? I give valorarlos más a nosotros mismos. Like, like give yourself yeah, some, we, some value. We, like, I don't know, and, and we should reach out to other people and see, because I've noticed that at least it may be a, it may be a millennial thing because we're underpaid and, and, and whatever, but I, I think we suffer, particularly Latinos, people of color, we suffer of this sort of como insecurities about ourselves. And then... Um, like shit, like we deserve that pay, we deserve more, we deserve that position, whatever. But then we just we're very insecure about it, you know. And and like I said, just to bring it back, it's predominantly seen in women, and it's like they're doing more studies on it, and 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 you know, it's 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 a thing. There, it's know? a thing. No, fuck, it's a thing. It's hey, a thing. Value a yourselves, thing. pull yourselves up. You know, sometimes, like me, it helped that other Latinos in higher positions where I work. They pulled my hands pretty much like, hey, man, I got you. That's that what we talk about, right? Uno ayudarás al otro. And they saw something in me that helped me get there. And if you're struggling with this, también, you're not alone. You know, valorate un poco más. Yeah. You know, put yourself in those situations where you can be uncomfortable because that's how you grow, right? Yeah. So what else is new, man? I mean, we haven't seen each other. We missed a week. I'm moving. You went to New Mexico, yeah. man. You took off, right? Oh, yeah. Shit, I even forgot. Yeah, I went to... I actually went to Guadalupe Peak, which is the highest peak, or, I mean, it's the highest... The Kilimanjaro. ...elevation in Texas, in the state of Texas, at 8,700-something feet, 56 feet. But that might not be a lot compared to, you know, California and stuff, but given Texas very... Um, Flat. The po very flat topography um it's a lot and it was a four mile hike up four miles down we ended up hiking back down like a night hike all the way down in la noche and the whole the whole way down i was con el pinche machete que, que, que los leones que el lobo que i don't know que chingados but um and then from there, I we went to White Sands in New Mexico, so that was pretty fucking nice. So it looked I like a that, fucking yeah. like another planet, you know, like you it see the does. movies. It is. I mean, whoever can go there, 
there's not much to do at the place itself because it's just I mean once once you walk to one sand dune <laughs> you seen there's another one and if you walk there it's like you know <laughs> the same goddamn dune you know like yeah but the, it's beautiful man like I was I was completely impressed by it like um and they do a every month they do a like a sort of little concert or little session you know people show up and play you know under the moonlight while while they're there so it's pretty nice so i recommend it for just for the view alone it's worth, so it's worth stopping the trip. by it's worth and, and it's not too bad actually like i didn't know it's only an hour and a half north from el paso so if you're anywhere near i10 traveling east or west along el paso you go an hour and a half north from there Pasando las cruces up north into New Mexico, and that's it. And it's real, real, real beautiful. Oh, no te conté. Um, Jimmy got your postcard. However, he's he oh, got a postcard. Yeah. Did he like it? Oh, he loved it, dude. He loved it. It's a 3D yeah. lizard, and he's all excited. He's like, who oh, sent yeah. me mail? And then he's all excited, like, I got a postcard. Yeah. And he's like, oh, from my dad yeah. and Walter. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's excited. And so he's pumped. I also got him a, got, got him a, a, geo, a geode. A but geode? I haven't, I, I didn't... That would have been too expensive. To a real observe. live one? Hey, Stanley, you mentioned something a while back, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we kind of, I'm kind of like, I was like, I'm going to bring it up, see if we can do this. So we're going to go ahead, or I was going to suggest if we can, during the catch-up, start including people and just call somebody. I mean, this is your idea. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead and explain it. All right. So this was your spill. All right. So a few weeks ago, like me and Walter were talking about things to add to the show, kind of looking over what we're trying to do. And, you know, when we're catching up, it's always fun to catch up not with ourselves, but also with everybody in the community or just someone random. And so not only do we figure like it'd be fun to include someone, but what if we just fucking call them randomly, unexpected and see, just catch them, whatever they're doing and just, I don't know, just see what happens. Yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I have uh, somebody in mind. All right, so we'll okay. call and you just bring it on, Amorte. This is your, your forte. And si no, pues, I have a backup. A ver quién le marco a yo. Okay, so this is, you know, it's not planned. We're going to figure it out as we go and right. see what reactions we, we can, get. We, it could fail or it could be awesome. We don't know, but aquí va. Yeah. Okay, give me a second. Okay, here we go. It sounds like we're prank calling somebody. Yeah, it sounds like we're prank calling somebody. I see, like, no bad words, please. <laughs> we're a PG-13. Well, you're a... It's going to be like a one-sided thing. He's not going to hear me. Your call has been forwarded uh, to So that failed. Alright, let me see who I can call. Okay, your turn. Alright, man. Let's see, random person. Well, I can't call him. He's in Spain. And, oh, I know someone I can call. A ver si me contesta. You ever want to talk to a Polish dude? Polish ambassador? Should put that song. Hey, what's up, man? It's Freddy. What's going on, man? What are you up to? Dragon Quest. Yeah, man. Hey, man, you know what I'm doing? 
I'm touching myself. Driving a pile of cocaine? <laughs> no, not today. Uh, I'm recording a podcast, man. You're on my show right now. What? Yeah, man. We're trying to see me and Walter are fucking around, catching up. You know Walter. Say what's you know, up. This, this is the kind of thing that you're supposed to disclose to somebody ahead of time? <laughs> no, no. That's not what we do. We're literally <laughs> catching up. Say, fuck <laughs> it. Let's call somebody. Jesus, y'all are reaching for ideas, huh? No, well, we reached out to one guy. So you're like, I think the third guy we called today? Charm, baby. Well, I mean, you know, you don't think you need a Polish person until you need one. Yeah, man, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> so what are you doing right now? You're just playing Dragon Quest? Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm supposed to be reviewing uh, the new Dragon Quest Eleven for that site oh, so, I'm working for. So I'm trying to power through this shit. So what do you do, man? Why are you playing a video game? People that don't know who, who you are and if you want to put your, your stuff out there. Uh, well, I'm playing a video game because A, I enjoy it, and okay. uh, B, because it's uh, work-related also. Yeah, what do you do? Work-related? Uh, well, I'm a, a consultant for a non-profit blood bank during the day, and then at night I write reviews and articles for a video game website. Oh, that's fucking cool, man. So what's the website? It is icgamesnetwork.com. Feel free to drop on by. Do you have a Twitter or Insta? Uh, Twitter, yes. That is uh, at citizen underscore snips with a one for the I and a Z instead of an S at the end. Cool, man. Cool, man. So video games, blood work, you do it all, man. So we got this. Yeah, man. I save lives and play video games. That's how I roll. So, man, so you're playing Dragon Quest, you, you save lives, it's pretty fucking cool. Well, man, I mean, do you want to pimp anything else out there? Anything you want to let people know what's up about before we let you go? Um, let's see, man, I've never had the ability to do a shout-out before. This was kind of, you caught me off guard, man. You want to do a shout-out, like the radio? Come on, go do a shout-out. I needed, I needed time to prepare, man. I don't know what to promote. Hey man, you're um, listening to a to a Latino-oriented podcast, but you go nuts, man. You know what? Everybody go to Whataburger and tell them I sent you there, and then hopefully Whataburger will give me like a free food for life thing or something. All right, so we'll shout out to Whataburger. We'll see if we get something happen at Whataburger. All right, Kev, man. Yeah, well, I would, I would love that. <laughs> we'll let you go, man. Enjoy Dragon Quest. And just hit us up, man. Check us out online, too. Yeah, no worries, man. Send me the, the link or some shit when you get off phone. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Later, guys. All right. How did that work? I had my mic muted. <laughs> so, who is this guy? So, this is a friend of mine named Kevin. So. Guy I met years I met ago. him, right? Yeah, you met this guy before, man. Cool people. Yeah, okay, no wonder. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him. He's uh, just uh, kind of like he's just like, is he? Would you say he's Polish? He's Polish. Polish yeah, his family's it? Polish. Uh, he's uh, he loves soccer and video games and. No, but like I love like every I haven't seen. I, I sh we should kick it we one of these days it. again. Yeah, definitely. Should've, we should kick it in. Invite him for a carne asada or something, but yeah, down, I remember last time. Last time we kicked, or at least I kicked it with him. 
we were playing magic, I think, drinking, and I and and me and him were were going balls out for with Buela 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 from Magneto. Oh my God! And, you, I and never Paricio. thought that. I never thought that this fool, this Polish dude, would sit there and jam Don't out to it. Buela Buela. That's a beautiful song, man. Magneto Buela Buela. It's good, but it's not like. It's not an anthem. You guys played it como el, it was like your theme song. Like you guys played it over and over again. He was singing along with you to Wella Wella. But hey, that's Kevin. He's cool peoples. That's our attempt at a random catch up with with a friend of ours. So hopefully you see how it goes moving forward. A ver. So you guys, if you know us, you know, keep your phones handy. You never know when you get a call from us. Cool. See how that goes. Amilado by Soto Mayor. Walter, you got this kick-ass request, man. What's going on? Honestly, I don't know much about this artist. Uh, it just actually, it's kind of like a thread that I've been actually. I've actually Lucy probably has been listening to it. Like I started listening to Sin Color. I was listening to um, Empress of. Uh, I was also, and then I came or started listening to her somehow through Spotify, and the whole what like just randomly pops up, and all of I've I've actually ended up putting together like this nothing but women playlist, like so. Um, hey man, maybe something to share with I'll, the with the primos out here, you know? Oh, I'll, I'll start sharing it, yeah. But it's like I don't know. I just started listening to music. And then, like, 20 songs in, I noticed, oh, shit, it's, I've only been listening to women. <laughs> hey, man. Weird. Man. No, it's good. It's good. Well, I dig it. Check it out, guys. It's Amilado by Sotomayor. Really good. Check yeah. it out. All right, so one of our, our followers on Instagram, and you can, guys can follow him as well. He has his own podcast called Plot Twist, uh, another Latino podcaster. It's uh, underscore Daniel Coronado. And check out the Plot Twist podcast. Pretty good. He has good interviews. Uh, just uh, a lot of uh, very positive, like talks about mental health. Anyways, but he had really, really, really good topic that he kind of threw at me today. And it says, do not allow them to mispronounce your name. And so he said here that when you let other people mispronounce your name, you're allowing them to redefine your identity. Don't be afraid to correct them. And then because they can correct you. Uh-huh. So no, I, I completely agree with that. It's, for example, I mean, whoever whoever knows me, like, every time, cada vez que me presento a alguien, le digo, oh, ¿cómo te llamas? Walter. And, and then, especially in English, you'll tell them, like, oh, what's your name? Oh, Walter. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't say Walter. Well, we're kind of lucky. Walter. We're lucky because me, 
Look at our names. My name is in español. No, no, pero espérate, espérate, espérate. Mm -hmm. No, but even then, me preguntan, hey, uh, like, you know, when you take an order, whatever, oh, what's your name? Walter. And then, like, Guratri, no, Walter. What, Guatrier? And then I just kind of, like, at the third time, I was like, you know what? It's just Walter. Oh, Walt. Like, I'm, try no, we, I'm trying to I stay think, as far away from. <laughs> pero decís eso, pero por ejemplo, like, mi papá se llama Freddy. Y también a mí, mm -hmm. oh, sos Freddy. Pero you ask me, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, what's your name? I don't say, hey, nice to meet you, my name is Freddy. I say, oh, it's Freddy. O en español, hola, ¿cómo se llama? Oh, buenas tardes, me llamo Freddy. Like, no, I, no, pero eso es so vos, eso es so vos. Yeah. A vos, así, así te llamamos vos. Aunque el nombre, even though it's an Anglo-Saxon name, I'm assuming, that's what you, like, me, como te, Walter. Yeah. It's Walter, pero a mí, yo crecí, Walter, Walter, it with the, like you always say, the yeah. heavy G, you yeah. Walter. In fact, like, yeah, cuando estaba en El Salvador, when they would spell my name, las maestras, me ponían G-U-A, Walter, so, I've always said Walter, so it's like, Yes, I agree with him completely. And then we go into, you know, actually, you know, much more indigenous names. We have, we have like more indigenous roots, not the, you know, because me, when I say Walter, that's my attempt at staying as far away as possible from the Anglo Saxon pronunciation of an already white name. So then that's me like trying to stay away from it, you know, even though fleeting and futile. But. That's me, and I would like to be called Walter. Can I flip I like it? it Can I flip it? Can I like twist it up real quick uh -huh. just to play my side of I it? I like it. No, hey. What sounds better, Walter or Walter? Well, Walter is unique. It has a good spin to it, you know. Walter. Not only, it's not even unique. Walter. It's it's, a, it's more along the French pronunciation of the name, like Guatier. Like I don't know if like that. That's actually like probably okay. pronouncing it wrong. But then Again, twist. But... Can I can I twist this around? Yeah, go ¿Cómo ahead. se llama Just... mi hijo? What's my son's name? Jimmy. You call Cash. him Jimmy. We call him. Look at my son's name. James Cash. James. Pero pensar, yeah. la gente que dice, oh, ¿cómo se llama tu hijo? Se llama James. Oh, se llama Jaime. No, se llama James. James, uh, James? No, it's, it's James. And that's okay to correct him. And that's okay to correct him, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be taken up, but it's okay to correct them. But lo que, lo que esa, you know, that listener is saying is that a lot of times in this predominantly Western culture, any name gets re, re you know, they, they pronounce it the way it's easiest for them. I get much. you. I get you. Right? So if the pretty expectation much. is for us to, for example, if I mispronounce somebody's name and it's, it's a... Anglo-Saxon, a white person, and we call their name misspell. They spell it weird, for example, something just not not typical. Pardon. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example. And this example, I'm not gonna say names because I don't want to get the person in trouble. But um, they they work with you know they work here in in, in Austin and they work with small cities um, in all throughout Texas. Yeah. And one time, I guess. She was visiting and working at, at this one uh, county or city, and I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, Refugio. That was the name of the, of the town, like Refugio. So, Refugio, right? So, this person said, 
pronounced the name at her job. She pronounced the name and said refugio, right? Okay. And then she got corrected and, and was told, no, it's not refugio. I was like, what do you mean it's not refugio? He's like, it's refugio. It's like, what do you mean, Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> no, it's re refugio. And it's like, it's it's like, you know, to me, that's sort of los huevos. Los, like, como que tienen huevos. Porque, I don't know, I'm kind of turning belligerent right now. But what I'm trying to convey is that, one, it's Spanish to begin with, right? Okay. And then we have the ability to pronounce the name correctly because we have, uh, you know, Spanish was our, you know, so then you pronounce it the way it's supposed to be, you know, Pero pronounced. Pero todo el pedo como, like, esto you know? ese pedo como de El Paso and El Paso. That was that whole beef with the noticiero, you remember? That whole thing where, like... Amarillo. No, it was Amarillo. Que esta, this news reporter said Amarillo, and they were like, no, it's not Amarillo, it's Amarillo. So... It's like, honestly, if you say Amarillo, if you say Refugio, I'm okay with that. Your tongue cannot perform as many fucking linguistic, you know, gymnastics, gymnastics. as my can, you know? Yeah. Like linguistic gymnastics, hashtag. <laughs> but, okay, your tongue can't do that. Your tongue, you're probably, you probably suck at French kissing, maybe. I don't know, but your tongue can't do that. Okay, so that's okay. I'm not gonna judge you for it. Like here in Austin itself, there's a street called Manchaca. You know, yeah. People that have a hard time saying it say Manchac. Mm, right? There's okay. another. There's Guadalupe. They say Guadalupe, and mm. they've gone. Hipsters have gone as so far as calling Guad. <laughs> Guad. Wow. So they went from from so, Guadalupe to Guad. So then they but, modify it. And I'm okay with that. So with your name, you though, but with your name, up with my tongue. But with your name, and no, and it's not even, and no, and just, just to refer back to the previous episode, it's not even our goddamn tongue to begin with, you know. Like this is your tongue, the Spanish tongue, which is, um, which finds its roots in Latin, just like your language, the uh, you know Anglo-Saxon language, in English and Spanish, eventually find their their way back to Latin, you know. They, that's your language, it's not even mine. And you, you know, it's like, the, you're correcting your own fucking language to begin with, so fuck you at the same time, you know? So, I agree with that person. I agree. Correct them. Correct them? Know? Listen, I don't want to argue about the name, you, how you pronounce the city, all that bullshit, but I'm down with my name. You can say it, it's not, it's not difficult. No, no, that's okay, no. I'm, I'm not opposed to, to letting people say it as... as because they have, to a certain extent, they have a speech impediment because you, well, I shouldn't say that, I guess, but they, they can't. They, they don't have that, you know, that linguistic gymnastics. In the, they, no, they don't have it. No, so there's a, there's I'm, okay, a... I'm okay with them, like, I'm okay with them saying, you know, Uli yeah. my, my second name is, you know, Ulysses. So, Uli so it's not hard, but, for example, like, refugio you know it's okay i'm not gonna you know but don't correct me that's what that's that's the fucked up part like you have japan that's actually the anglo-saxon pronunciation of it it's actually nippon right so yeah. it's like 
instead of you trying to um, pronounce it the correct way, you go ahead and correct the person and tell them, hey, no, it's pronounced this way. Well, That's my... No, but see, I take it more like correct them when it comes to your name because now you're losing... It's like you're being almost broken down, you know? It's like you're... You're not a oh I'm yeah, I'm naming you, you how I want some... you. No, but you also have to have some sort of you know understanding that hey they can't say it, you know. Like... No, true, but oh, también like pronunciation to an extent they can at least try. But oh no, yeah, that's the thing. But the, there's a whole thing of like if they just blatantly if I correct you, we've met multiple times and you come back. No, at that point you're doing it on purpose. And I take offense to that. Yeah, but it's it's, it's always being tact, tactile and sure, sensitive. I'm very polite. All these things like, hey, yeah. I'm polite and I can play that game, right? I can make my voice yeah. that clear, perfect English-speaking voice. Pero también respeto a la gente. Porque no, un yeah. ejemplo. I mean... No, te, te lo for... poner fácil, mira. Uh-huh. Someone that, that spells their name, like, example, perfect example. The Little Mermaid. Se llama como se llama Little Mermaid. What's your name? Ariel. Ariel. But there's Ariel. Ariel. There's Ariel. 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 There's there's different pronunciations, right? So when you meet someone that has that name, I promise you, they're not going to have the same fucking pronunciation. Someone's going to say, oh, what's your name? Oh, I see a piece of paper. Oh, your name's Ariel? No, it's, Ari- it's Ariel. And then they say it, you know, meet him a couple of times again, and you keep saying Ariel, they're going to have a problem with that. They're gonna call you out and go. It's Ariel. No, but it it's it's obviously if it's a one time thing, it's like oh Ariel, Ariel. Okay, I'm sorry, you know. That makes but it... if I'm having if I'm having constant interaction with like some uh, coworkers I've had, uh, Hanuk, I was like Gidar, Yosef. You know, you pronounce like oh, is I'm pronouncing it like Gidar, or Gidar, 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 Yosef. So it's like. Like another example, I uh, my back in in college, I had a I had this chemistry lab par- partner, and her name was she was a Chinese, and she tells and I said, oh what's your name and it was, oh my name is Walter, and, you know Walter well, it's easy, and then I said like, what's your name, and she's like Jennifer, I was like Jennifer, I was like okay, and then she kind of noticed because it's like an unusual name just like mine. It's like I kind of I could kind of relate to her because I've I've had white people tell me, "What's your name, Walter?" It's like what I was expecting a Jose. What happened? Like what happened to that? Like you know. But anyway, the same thing. It's like she was, and then I asked her, and then she told me like, "Oh, my name is actually I have a Chinese name, but I I have I have an American name, Jennifer, because my Chinese name is too hard to pronounce." I was like, okay, what's your Chinese name? And she's like, no, don't worry about it. Um, just use That's Jennifer. Sad, I was like, no, though, man. Like, it's kind of un poco triste. Huh? It's sad. I think it's kind of sad. I know. Perate, perate. And then I told her, no, could I please know your actual name so that I can pronounce it? And she was like, oh, what is that? Onwa. And I was like, Onwa. And, I mean, this is from my recollection and according to what I remember the pronunciation to be. Onwa, on when I was like Onwa, and she was like, "Oh my God, thank you!" Like you know, people usually don't get that. So I started. I would call her Onwa, 
you know, so because that, that was her name, and she appreciated that I actually tried, and, you know, I guess got, got very close to the actual pronunciation and, you know, emphasis on whatever, you know, letters and accents. So that it is very much, a, and that falls in line, going back to the listener feedback, it goes into self, you know, defining yourself and your culture, because if you do, they will, and yeah. it just goes, like, Mexico is not actually Mexico, it's Mexica, and it goes back to the people of, you know, the Mexi the people from Mexica, and so it, it turns into this whole thing, like, some people spell, like, Mexico, Pero, so if you spell it with an X, okay. but a long time ago, you could spell Mexico with a G, with a G you know, so mm. it's like a self-definition of a people, if you decide to define yourself, go ahead and do it, and I will respect that, because if you don't, they will. And then a lot, a lot of your shit gets. And it, and it, and even, and even, and if you want to go even further down that rabbit hole, it turns into this whole um, like self-definition of Latino, Latina, Latinx, and it's okay. There's room for that. Like la, las palabras no se compran ni se venden. No, pero también es no venir de respeto. There's respect, right? Yeah. Si Yo te he dicho que con una ocasión, whatever interaction we're having at that time, I have respect because, hey, I'm going to take this person's name. If they have a, like I had a, I had a manager a long time ago. His his name was Krajanowski. That was his last name, Krajanowski. Mm -hmm. And he had the hardest time having to help people explain how to spell it, how to pronounce it. And after a while, you kind of go like, and I had another manager, Marichuski. That was his last name. But people will call it, oh, it's Marticheski or Marticheski. And he's like, no, it's Marticheski. And he would make the emphasis and they would stick. And there's a line of respect there. So the same goes for me and my names or my family's names. Don't you think there's a difference between like countries and how you pronounce it? But if we're having a conversation, we're doing a business deal, we're co-workers, lab partners, whatever. And I tell you twice that my name is Farouk. Say it the right way. Be cool with that, you know. Don't let. Oh no, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna call you Farak. Oh no, I, no, it's Farouk. I'm just gonna call you Farak. At that point, he's lessening your worth. He's naming you how he wants. You get what I'm saying? That's how I take it. I'm y'all substitute oh, teacher, Mr. Garvey. I taught school for 20 years in the inner city, so don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me? Okay, let's take a roll here. Jay Quellen. Where's Jay Quellen at? No Jay Quellen here? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do you mean Jacqueline? Okay. So that's how it's gonna be. Y'all wanna play. Okay, then. I've got my eye on you, Jay Quellen. Balake. Where is Balake at? No Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name's Blake. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Blake. What? Do you want to go to war, Balake? No. Because we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. <laughs> so, that's pretty much it. You know, it's funny, but that's the reality of it. Like, we all have the right to self-identify as we please, but at the same time, 
give the other person the opportunity to try. That's it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I can see that. And that's Key and Peele, the guys. You probably famous all over the web. You know, the substitute teacher pronouncing all the names wrong. But it's funny but true, you know, but... Yeah. Hey, so, the, we're ending the night, you know, after this uh, topic. And I just wanted to kind of, like, bring something up that's been, in, in, a, in, a, in a certain way, hitting close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll explain why in a certain way. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Cindy. I've uh, spoken about her to you. Um, you don't know much about her, right? What What is it that you know about her so far? Well, just a full disclosure. I mean, she's a prima of ours, you know, uh, yeah. within the family. It's a prima that we never really interacted with. Yeah. And as time went on, you start discovering, you know, we're all primos and primas some way, but this is someone yeah. in our bloodline. So it's a small world after all, right? Small so world after all. It's kind of that thing that, that it actually turned out that Cindy actually worked like where I live across the freeway where I go shop all the time at at Fiesta supermarket, you know, best supermarket in the world out there for me here in Austin. She actually worked there and I actually saw her a couple of times cuz she had like uh, she dyed her hair like pink and like very bright colors and I would I would she's you know it's no she's noticeable. And then one time my mom came down here for to visit me and then she ended up visiting her half sister in Houston at the same time and then she tells me oh by the way you have a cousin here in Austin shit cool wow. now I have a cousin and I have a cousin in Fort Worth and San Antonio and in Austin <laughs> there you go you know so we're all primos you know primos okay. everywhere right all primos so so she she um she ended up telling me oh you have a cousin it's like where who is she you know blah, blah, blah. and she's like oh she works at at She's like, my mom told me, like, oh, que trabaja en una tienda que se llama Fiesta. And I was like, what the fuck? That's across the freeway. And then I went and met her, you know, when I went shopping. And I was like, oh, I'm such and such. I'm your cousin, actually. And, like, we kind of, like, met a little, uh, met, cool. met a few times at the store. And then one time I even made pupusas and took it and took it to her for, for lunch, actually. That's nice. So I, 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 I've been meaning to hit her up. I haven't been wanting to bug her too much. At the moment, I'll explain why, but um, I'll reach out to her. We should kick it, actually, more often. We're cousins after all, right? Yeah. But it, it, just to kind of give you a backstory, a little bit of, of what's going on, um, her uncle and aunt, well, her uncle, actually, se llama Rogelio Escobar. His He's been lost, or they haven't I'm seen missing. him since... August, yeah, he's been missing. Sorry, <laughs> he's been missing since August uh, the 26th, so on a Sunday. So her uncle, uh, Rogelio Escobar, age 65, went missing on August the 26th, and that was on a Sunday, like I mentioned. And they started looking for her because they started looking for him because um, it's obviously weird, right? They noticed it on the 27th, on the Monday, that they never ever because he's retired. And obviously, this is this, this. What I know, I haven't talked to her. What I know is from what she's been posting, and um, news, the news because it's even on the news now in Houston. So he w- went missing on Sunday, and then on Monday they noticed, and Rogelio Escobar, age 65, and then the it, it kind of turn t- takes a twist, uh, a very unfortunate twist at this point, where 
another, her, his sister, Rogelio Escobar's sister, Diana Escobar, went out looking for him as well. And she also ended up going missing on the 28th, on a Tuesday. So he went missing on a Sunday. They noticed it on the 27th, Monday. And then she went looking out for him, I guess, on the 28th. And she also went missing, and they haven't seen her since then. So um, Cindy, um, her uncle went missing, and then they went out looking for him. And then another one of her aunts went missing. So both of them are siblings, Rogelio Escobar, 65, Diana Escobar, age 61. They've, they're both missing at the moment in the Houston area, southwest Houston area. They're, uh, there's a, a, they're pretty much looking for them at the moment. Um, I mean, you'll post on the on the on the Facebook page también. Yeah, you post it there and. So and... I've been reposting stuff, and obviously I'm keeping my my eyes peeled out here and passing out the word. But um, up like they've got they they don't. They found her car down in Galveston somewhere, like at some, you know, close to, you know, Galveston is close to the beach for those that don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty. I, I I don't know what to say about it. She's she just she's been posting online to spread the word. But I'm gonna reach out to her, I guess, after this and kind of like see how everything is if I can help out with anything. But. But yeah, it's um, just pass on the word, pass the word out, and, and, and just I don't know. Um, hopefully we can find them. There's actually search parties being organized for them. They've been looking for them all over in in certain areas of Houston, obviously. But it's at at the moment it's crazy, and and just to add on to that, like she also post. I mean, it's kind of negative, but I mean, she also posted a comment. Or, or I mean, I'm gonna take the liberty to meant to talk about it, but she posted that there's people actually posting dumb shit like, "Oh, it must be Trump," or "Oh, um, they're probably involved with the cartel," or "Oh, good riddance, um, good riddance," you yeah. know, "good riddance," something like that, like "Oh, good," like son Latinos, cause you know, "good," they're lost or whatever. So, like, there's very like. There's always fucking negativity, so that's always sad. So it's sad, but it's, it's either way. It's just they're human beings that are lost. You know, they're missing. So it doesn't matter if it was white, black, whatever, Latino. Yeah. And you know, like you said, it hits close to home. It's I mean, todos somos familia, right? And so there's somebody yeah, out there I, that's I, lost. Again, I don't know. I don't know them or anything. I'm yeah. not gonna pretend. No. But it is I know, and it's like it's sad, you know, and that's. And and the circumstance it's weird and it's like it just I don't know it's just just a like I say if you go, we'll put the post on our, our Facebook and you know we'll put it out on social media if you guys are in the Texas region if you're in San Antonio Houston listening to this you know just kind of keep your eyes out and just follow us at my primos podcast all over social media with it Walter will put it out there for you guys uh, but definitely uh, want just to touch base on it not let it go by. You know, remember, we're all yeah. about making noise. Uh, just uh, keep in touch with those guys. You know, keep those uh, messages coming in, those topics coming in, uh, and keep your phones nearby. You never know if you may get a phone call because shit, you can call people on Facebook and Instagram now. So just uh, watch out for us yeah. if, if ever it comes up. But uh, Walter, we're closing it out. We're done. Leave us with some uh, some words of wisdom. 
Pelen los ojos, cabrones. <laughs> look out, look out, man. Keep an eye out, keep an eye out. Cuando la luz atraviesa temprano Por la ventana entra el sol Y tú llegas buscándome Estás intentando convencerme No sé si esto me conviene Vale madre lo que digas Si no sé frenar ¿Qué tienes si no sé bailar? So that's Ximena Sirinana, I think I'm pronouncing it right, a titled song que tiene, but um, just have a good week guys, and girls, boys, and every other self-defining word you want to use, everybody deserves respects, respect, <laughs> and the first, the refer, remember, uh, you know, self-definition, self-realization, actualization, you know, I am what I am, and I'll respect that. So, thank you. See you around. Take care.